Welcome to session two of the Journey with Jesus. Before beginning, take time to recite the prayer of commitment and guide to worship, being mindful to see what you say. Last time we focused on the first spiritual discipline, which is for us to worship the Lord. Spiritual disciplines two and three are about loving God and will be the focus of attention during this session and the next. To begin, look at the vertical part of the cross displayed on your handout. Notice how spiritual discipline two is depicted by a broad arrow pointing downward toward worship with the inscription, hear his word. With worship always at the heart of our experience, think of spiritual intimacy as a conversation with God. And since the greatest honor we can give anyone is our undivided attention, we must listen to the Lord before speaking. This is why we hear his word before we pray his will. The key verse in Discipline 2 is John 8, 31, where Jesus says, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. Join me in your Bibles as I read verse 31 in the context of John 8, 31 to 36 from the English Standard Version. The setting is Jerusalem, the temple area. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave of sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So, if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Now, listen as I pray read John 8, 31-36, conversing with the Lord while prayerfully reading and reflecting on the passage. Use your imagination to see what I say. Jesus I see you teaching in the temple area of Jerusalem, where a large number of people are gathered to hear what you have to say. Many believe in you, but many others do not. I'm listening in right now and hear you say, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Some wonder how they can become free if they have never been enslaved to anyone. That's very interesting, because the Jews were slaves in Egypt for 400 years and are currently ruled by Rome. You answer by saying that all who commit sin are actually enslaved to sin, which means that you are not only talking about bondage that is physical, but spiritual in nature. Using the imagery of a slave and a son, you contrast them by saying that a slave does not remain in the house forever, but a son does. Clearly, the reason why is because a son is an heir and a slave is not. As the ultimate son, you are the ultimate heir. 
And if the Father adopted me by his grace through my faith, I'm not a slave of sin any longer, but a son set free. Lord, please help me live free of sin. Respond to the following tasks and questions. Retell from memory the scene near the temple in John 8, 31 to 36. What do you see? What is most meaningful for you about this experience? After prayer reading John 8, 31 to 36, to get a sense of what God is revealing from his word, we begin our study of this passage by answering the six W questions. Who? The speaker. Whom? The audience. When? The time. Where? The place. Why? The purpose. What? The meaning. Leaving the what question for later, when we're ready to interpret John 8, 31 to 36, let's focus our attention now on the first five W's. Read John 8, 31 to 36, and then answer the who, whom, when, where, and why questions. In response to those questions, to answer them in one sentence, consider this. Jesus is speaking to a mixed group of Jews near the temple possibly during a Jewish feast, to tell them what it means to be truly free and who can make this happen. The main point of John 8, 31 to 36 is spiritual freedom. And so, with answers to the five W questions in mind and the passage before us, let's now work on an observation statement that summarizes the verses. The purpose of this statement is to convey concisely what's happening in the passage in order to properly interpret the key verse, John 8.31, in context. With John 8.31-36 in view, draft an observation statement in 10 words or less. This is what I offer for John 8, 31 to 36. Sin enslaves everyone. Only the Son sets one free. The observation statement simply tells us what the passage says. The interpretation which follows tells us what the passage means. So with the context in mind and your observation statement in view, let's address the what question by interpreting the key verse, which is John 8:31, Begin by selecting keywords in verse 31 and then defining them in context. Since all language is composed of words, it is necessary to know the correct meaning of each word in the light of the particular context in which it appears. While writing your interpretation of John 8.31, keep in mind these four C questions. Is it correct? Is it comprehensive? Is it concise? Is it coherent? Respond to the following tasks. 
Select keywords in verse 31 and define them in the context of John 8, 31 to 36. Using your definitions and common sense, draft an interpretation of verse 31. Evaluate your interpretation of John 8.31 in view of the four C questions. My definitions of keywords from John 8.31 follow. Abide, which is to remain in place without wavering, to continue or endure without yielding. My which is used to emphasize what belongs to or is associated with the speaker or writer. Word, which is what is spoken or written to communicate with someone or something means. Truly, which describes someone or something as truthful, factual, or actual. Disciples, which are those who are students or followers of a teacher or leader. With those definitions in view, my interpretation of John 8:31 in context follows. What Jesus said in John 8:12 through 29 produced hostility among Pharisees, but also faith in many other listeners, as noted in John 8:30. To them, Jesus says that true disciples are not those who merely hear his word but those who remain or abide in his word by holding fast to his teaching without wavering in faith. Since Jesus is the incarnated word of God, as noted in John 1:14, hearing God's word is about active listening that leads to living in and for Christ. Now that we have an observation statement of John 8, 31, to 36 and an interpretation of 831 we are ready to apply that verse to our lives remember that there is only one interpretation to any text or discourse which means that whatever one says or writes has a particular meaning however many applications may be derived from what is said or written as long as every application is supported by the bible text now let's see how God wants us to apply John 8.31, starting with the words, God wants me to. Respond to the following tasks. Draft a life application of John 8.31 in the context of John 8.31-36. Select a key word from your application to help you remember it today. Share your personal applications, giving reasons why they are important. My life application of John 8.31 follows, and my key word is hear. God wants me to actively hear his word by listening intently and following faithfully. Let's take a moment now to reflect on our experience together. Always mindful that the first spiritual discipline, worship the Lord, is at the heart of our relationship with God.
Worship humbles us and prepares us for discipline too, which is to hear his word. And that's what we did by listening to the Lord speak from John 8, 31 to 36. After reading the passage, we then pray read it in a conversation with God, visualizing the scenario and experiencing the narrative. Then we answered the who, whom, when, where, and why questions to get a feel for the larger context of John 8 before focusing on the smaller context of verses 31 to 36 that resulted in an observation statement. With that statement summarizing the context, we then focused on John 8, 31, the key verse for discipline 2. To answer the what question, we followed up with a concise interpretation of verse 31 by joining our keyword definitions to our common sense understanding of John 8:31. Our study of John 8:31-36 culminated with an application of 8:31 and a key word to remind us of how God wants us to apply his word to our lives right now. In effect, the interpretation answers this question. God what are you revealing about yourself and me? While the application answers this question, how should I respond to you, Lord? This ends my presentation of the journey with Jesus, session two. As we meet with God personally every day, let's also continue meeting with fellow disciples to encourage and pray for one another while looking for opportunities to share our experiences with those interested. And let's remember that our goals are to experience spiritual intimacy with the Lord and one another day by day. Our assignment this week, which follows, is simply to practice what we're experiencing. Recite and reflect on the prayer of commitment daily. Worship the Lord by reflecting on God's attributes in the guide to worship. Pray read John chapters 6 through 9 and write an observation statement of John 8, 31 to 36. Write an interpretation of John 8, 31 with definitions of your key words in view. Write an application of John 8, 31 and ask God to help you put it into practice. And lastly, as the Lord leads, Share with others what you are learning and experiencing.